Hello, and welcome to another episode of Storytime with CosplayDude637. That's me. I'm your host. Today I have a special episode for you because it is a one-shot, a short story I wrote for Soul Eater. So come, take a listen with me. few weeks, Maka has been pestering Soul about meeting his family. It seems like ever since they had started dating, that is what the conversation would always turn to. 
Sol knew that his past could not stay buried forever, but he had always hoped that the day would never come. Sol sat in the living room of their two-bedroom apartment, looking at a white envelope addressed to Sol Evans. He had written to his older brother, Wes, a week ago, and now the answer to his question was sitting right in front of him. Sol slowly ripped the white paper. The sound it made seemed to echo through the little apartment. He was never so happy that Maka was off buying some books. Then he was right now. Slowly his eyes scanned over all of the letter, and after he was done, he pulled out two tickets to the World Music Festival. Wes was playing there in one week, and had invited his little brother and his new girlfriend. Sol thought maybe they had changed. Maybe he could go home. Just then, the front door burst open. Damn that black star! Maka shouts as she walks in. So, Sol quickly stuffs the tickets into his jacket that was laying on the chair next to him. What's up, Maka? Why are you all wet? Did it rain? Maka shoots him a deadly look. Your best buddy was trying to be all stealth and sneak up on me, but it's him, so I spotted him right away. But before I could react, he jumped out at me yelling, Yahoo! I jumped to miss him and landed right in the lake, she exclaimed, wringing out her hair. Sol tries not to laugh, but could not hold it back. It's not funny, Sol, Maka shouts. It kinda is, Maka, Sol replies. Maka storms off to her room to dry off and change. Sol walks over and knocks on her door. Hey, Maka, you still want to meet my family, right? He asks. You know I do, she yells back through the other side. Well... You get to, he replies. Maka swings the door open and smiles. You mean it? Um, Maka? Sol says, pointing to her. Maka looks down and saw she was standing there in her bra and panties only. Maka's face turns beet red and, and she covers up. Sol turns around quickly, looking away. He was also beet red. After a few minutes, Maka walks out of her room in gray sweats and a black tank top. Sol sits on the couch, almost afraid to look at her. So, when do I get to meet your family, Sol? She asks. Sol hands her the invitation, still not looking at her. The World Music Festival? She asks. Yeah, it's being held in Las Vegas this year, and my brother Wes is playing there, Sol explains. Maka smiled and looked at the invitation. Um... Soul, this is a formal event, Maka says. Well, yeah, it's the World Classical Music Festival, Soul says with a sarcastic tone. Generic audio commercial, Zeo to Hero, take 43. Hey, listener, it looks like you're having fun over here. Listening to, insert generic name here. If you like what you're listening over here, come on over to the Zeo to Hero podcast, where you can join Billy and myself, the Bulk and Skull of podcasting. If you want to listen to Ranger Powers, and you want to go into and talk about Kai, oh, what did I make them wrong? You're supposed to say Zeo to Hero is the best, and Billy and Jim as Bulk and Skull of podcasting is funnier than any other show out there, and oh. you didn't say Power Rangers right. Get out of oh, here, do it again. It. Fine. Generic audio commercial, Zeo Day Hero, take number 44. Hey, listener, it looks like you're having fun over here. Listening to, insert generic name here. God, God, come on! Over the next few days, Maka was bubbly. She had a real pep in her step. Then the day of the World Music Festival finally came. Maka stood in her room in front of a full-length mirror. She was wearing an elegant black dress. 
She twirled and smiled. I really do love this dress so much, she says as a knock came on her door. Yes, she says. It's time to go, Sol says on the other side of the door. Maka walks over and opens the door. Sol smiles and looks at her. Wow, you, you look, Sol stammers. Maka blushes a lot. Thank you, Sol, Maka says. Sol was wearing his normal black and red zoot suit. How are we getting there? Not on your motorcycle, I hope, Maka says. Sol smiles and walks her over to the window and points down to the street. Down at the street sits a long white limousine. You got that for me? Maka asks. Well, my family is kind of, how do I put this nicely, um, rich, Sol says. Maka just looks at him in shock. How rich we talking here, Maka asks. I could buy a kid if I wanted to, Sol says. Maka just stands there in shock. Sol giggles a little. Um, Maka, you are ready to go, right? Maka nods and Sol holds out his arm to her and she smiles as she takes it. They walk down to the limo. The limo drives them to the Lexor Hotel and Casino. Sol and Maka walk into the casino hand in hand. This place looks amazing, Maka says. Sol nods as the usher seats. As the two are seated, Maka starts to sense something. Sol, I have a bad feeling, she says. Shh, Maka, it's about to start. And Wes is the opener, Sol says, clearly not listening to his partner. As the lights dim and a silence falls over the room, the huge red curtain opens to a man covered in shadows. This sends Maka's senses into overdrive. The man had a violin on his shoulder and the bowstring was in his left hand. Slowly, he lifts it to the violin. As he starts to play, the spotlight comes on and the man standing there was Asian in this form. On his right shoulder, the violin was attached to his skin and his left hand was not a hand at all, but the violin bow. This was a Kishin. Sol and Maka jump to their feet and nod at each other. Sol transforms into his death sight form and Maka catches him. Everyone out! This is now a DWMA matter! Maka shouts and jumps down to the stage from their balcony seat. Who is this Joker? Sol asked once the auditorium was cleared. Maka stands ready to fight while seeing if she could determine who the Kishin was. I got no clue, but he needs to be stopped, she says. Just then, Sol's older brother comes running onto the stage. That's Wayne Lowe, Wes shouts. Sol suddenly turns back to normal. Wes, get out of here! It's not safe, Sol says, as the Kishin starts its attack. Sol! Maka shouts. Sol again transforms and lands in her hands, just in time to block the Kishin's attack. Everyone will hear my song of blood and death, Wayne Lowe says, attacking again. Maka jumps back out of the way, using Sol like a helicopter propeller. Sol, we need to end this fast, Maka says, dodging another attack. You thinking what I'm thinking? Sol asks, as Maka swings him at the Kishin. Let's do it, Maka shouts, as she gets back into a fighting stance. Soul Resonance, they both shout. Soul's blade starts to glow and grow. Witch Hunter! They also say in unison. This does not seem to scare the Kishin at all because he rushes right at Maka. With one powerful swing, Maka lops the Kishin in half. As its body slowly disintegrates, a red Kishin egg forms and Sol turns back to normal and grabs it. He then eats it. Nice work, Sol, Maka says, kissing him on the cheek. Sol smiles and nods, and as the two turn to leave the stage, there stands Wes. 
I'm Jimmy, and you're listening to Storytime from Cosplay Do 637. Check out other stuff from the ZUD Hero Network. I thought we told you to get out of here, Soul says, very shocked to see Wes standing there. Wes, however, says nothing. Maka, I'd like you to meet my older brother, Wes Evans. Soul adds. Maka holds out her hand. Nice to meet you. I'm Maka Albrin. Wes slowly extends his hand and shakes hers, still keeping his eyes on his younger brother. After a few seconds of silence, Soul lets out a heavy sigh. See, Maka, I told you, this was a bad idea. Don't worry, you'll never see me again, Wes. Soul says as him and Maka start to walk off stage. All of a sudden, Wes seems to snap back to reality. Soul, that was so amazing, he says, running over and hugging his brother. Soul was flabbergasted, but hugged back. I mean, the way the two of you moved in sync, it was like watching a master musician play, Wes says with extreme excitement. You mean you're okay with me being a weapon? Soul asks. God, yes, you're so lucky. You get to travel the world on countless adventures. Some days, I wish I was you, little bro. Wes explains. Maka smiles as she sees a single tear roll down Soul's face. Maka knew a part of him had always been missing, but she never knew what until this moment. Now she knew what her partner was missing. In his heart, he was missing his family. And there you have it, guys. That is the one shot for my Soul Eater story. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want to hear more Soul Eater, definitely leave a comment for me and I will continue writing some more Soul Eaters. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that story. I'd just like you all to remember that all my fanfictions are exactly that, fanfictions, and have no connection to the mainstream continuity that they're from. No copyright infringement was intended. I'd like to now take the time to thank my supporters, the ZOT Hero Network, Jim and Billy, the Bulk and Skull of Podcasting over on the ZOT Hero Podcast, Ben, the Baker Ranger on Baker Ranger Movie Talks, Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, on Nerds Through Comics. Iron Avenger 52, on TikTok and Instagram. And of course, Neon Lights, on YouTube. Guys, give them a listen. They have supported me so much, I'd love to return the favor by you guys going and supporting them. I'd also take this time to thank some of the friends of the Zero to Hero Network. Ty Tiger, on Tiger Tales. Till next time. Later days.